welcome to the New Author Podcast with your hosts, Jerry Evanoff and Lindsay Evanoff. The super siblings will take you through their days as they write, publish, and market their books. They'll talk about their successes, their mistakes, and everything in between. And occasionally, they'll veer off into tangents that will most likely be discussion of which episode of The Office is their favorite. Seriously, they talk about The Office a lot. So sit back, relax, and prepare to be educated and entertained, but mostly entertained. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the New Author Podcast. Today is July 11th, 2021. This is episode number 133. We skipped last week, right? We, we just didn't podcast last week. Yeah, it was the 4th of July, so we decided to take a holiday. I mean, we could have done it. I could have done it if I wanted to, but I was deathly tired, and you know, you had family in, so yeah. it would have been kind of tough. That voice is the voice of my sister, Lindsay. Oh, I had this big intro plan for you. I was going to be like, um, uh, um, my, my financial advisor comma my I forget what I was going to say but I had like three or four mys on there and then I was going to ah. say but then I, I couldn't decide because I was trying I was practicing this like, I think a couple of days ago and I was gonna I don't like the term baby sister yeah I'm not a baby no and I don't like I don't even think I like the term little sister because you're only 18 months younger than me so it's not like 17 17 months so it's not like yeah. you're 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 like you know I'm my age and you're six years younger so I, I don't right. know what I, yeah. I was gonna say my sister uh, maybe that works. I don't know. yeah anyway hi how are you you're, i'm doing good how are you it's throwing me in this zoom window that you're wearing a hat i never see you wear hats it'd be like if i showed up with a hat one day i wear hats a lot actually um really when yeah when i'm too lazy to fix my hair i just put a hat on yeah i have the same problem yeah, yeah. have any hair at all <laughs> All right. So how are things? I think, I don't know if I asked you that already. So I'll ask again, how, uh, because we skipped a week, this, if this is the second time, we'll just pretend that this is for this week. And the first time was for last um, week. Everything is good, busy, but good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I can't, I can't wait to hear your news. Um, cause the, <laughs> the busy stuff. Yeah. Uh, for me, book three is up a really big number. I did not see coming 3,800 words up to 44,971. I think it has something to do with Ooh. the fact that I'm, I'm transferring, transferring, from Scrivener over to Atticus. And I'm going to say the name. I've been not saying the name on purpose because I know that in the emails that I got, I was supposed to keep it a secret. I'm going to go ahead and say the name. Um, this Atticus app, which I'm, I'm, I'm right now, it's not quite as good as Scrivener, but I feel like it will be there really soon. And I'm going to start transferring over to nice. use it. So book one of the mystery is still at uh, zero words and not much going on in the plotting. But as I say every week, I will get back to it. And I will get back to it. I just paid for a cover last week and I like my cover. And, um, and I really like the idea of the story. So I will get to it at some point. It's just a matter of getting this science fiction, uh, to a good spot. So yeah, my mail of light is holding steady at 855. I checked it a couple of days ago, uh, because I was going to sign up for a book funnel and then I didn't, and I'll get to that later. So <laughs> those are my stats. How about you? Um, my book two word count is around 38,200. Um, I don't have an exact number because I have some words on Ted that I haven't had a chance to transfer over yet. I, I kind of, have a, a new um, life schedule and it's going well. Oh. So we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, yeah. I haven't checked um, my subscribers. I'm going to assume that I'm holding steady at 616. Um, I haven't done anything. People probably think I fell off the face of the earth and I'm not actually writing book two. So eventually I do need to get word out that I'm still working and it's going well and they will see a book two because book two is going to be I think it's going to be good. 
Oh, good. Like That's exciting. Yeah. Um, and I'm right with you, by the way, I haven't done anything since I think February and I'm afraid people think that I dropped off the face of the earth and yeah. I actually found a reason yesterday to do a newsletter and then went, no, I don't want to do it for another reason that I'll get into in a little while. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I was going to do one when, um, I got Clark, my little puppy. Um, but I just never found the time. I don't, I don't know. It's been, summer's hard, you know, it's nice outside longer and, you know, the kids are home from school and there's just always something to do. Um, and when the kids are home, the house is messier. So oh. there's a lot more cleaning involved too. Um, as far as news goes, I have a part-time job and in our outline, I have part-time in quotes because my part-time job is about 35 to 37 hours a week. Sure. Um, just enough to not be full-time. And it is at K Jewelers here in town. Um, tomorrow I start a graduate gemology program. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a diploma program, um, with GIA, which is like the largest gemology people. I don't, I don't really know how to describe it. Um, but if you're going to become a graduate gemologist, GIA is the way to go. Um, there are five classes online. It takes about a year or two, depending on your pace to get through it. And I will have to go to New York, oh, oh. darn, for two <laughs> weeks uh, for some labs. I can schedule my labs back to back and then I will be a graduate gemologist. Um, and I'm pretty excited about that. It's something that I think I talked about this before. Um, I found my bucket list from 2003, 2004 and, um, and it's on there. So that's exciting because I was, you know, just talking to Jeremy about it. Um, and then, you know, a week later, so I found it on my bucket list and I was like, okay, this is, it's kind of a sign, you know, that this is the right thing to do. Um, so that's my exciting news. Yay. For work Yay. and that school. Is exciting. I guess that's <laughs> work. Oh my God. Work in school. Like we are the age we are. We shouldn't be doing school anymore. I, I know we should be done with this mess. Ugh. Um, but I, I love the job. I worked uh, Friday and Saturday and the people are really great. Um, there are, I think 11 of us in the store and, um, it's actually the, the largest freestanding K jewelers in the nation. Um, most of them are in malls, but this one's freestanding. We have one, right? Um, we have one at our, at our Eastwood mall, I think. I haven't lived I think we do. I think it's on the corner near the cookie yeah. Two. So it's I been a while. Remember. I think we have one near yeah. the cookie place. I think it's been there forever too. I honestly don't know if I could get to the mall. <laughs> oh wow! Jeez, I go there every weekend. I go there. Okay. I um, you know, even when I think about our little town, I'll see something on Facebook from the from the website or the Facebook page, and it'll give a name of a street. Like something happened on this street. I have no idea where that street is. Or you know, somebody was asking me like how to get from you know our parents house to jeremy's parents house i don't know the names of the roads yeah. <laughs> i can't you remember need you need landmarks go to the big yellow church yeah go to one exactly. of the 11 bars <laughs> exactly um so anyway that's why i'm so busy um book two is still in the works i am writing um there's any newbies out there that feel like i fell off the face of the earth i didn't i am writing how's the feedback coming from the moms i know you're doing that again you know, I haven't looked at it. Um, oh. She has chapters one through four. She looked at chapters one and two, which I decided to scrap chapter one. I think I talked about that a couple mm -hmm. weeks ago. 
Um, I'm still going to call them by their original chapter numbers until I get to the second draft um, because that's how I have them in plotter and that's how I'm kind of numbering them to mom. Um, so she has chapters three and four yet to do. And really there's no hurry. I'm just going to send them all to her and then go back and make that draft too. Um, so so you are gonna, to it, you're going to do the whole book with her? I think I am. Um, not because I feel like I need her feedback, but it's accountability. It keeps me going. Um, and I'm doing the same for her. When she sends me chapters, I go through them just like she goes through mine. And it's kind of like a an accountability. You know, people do that with weight loss. We're doing it with writing. So we have a critique. I mean, you literally have a critique partner. Partner. That's what yeah. you have. So you, you yeah, guys are like exactly. your own little writers group of just the two of you. <laughs> just the two yeah. of us. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. Um, in terms of news for me, um, I I just the those those Amazon ads are are doing nothing. But again, I only have mm-hmm. two, and and one of them is just a bunch of time travel things. It now has three hundred eighty one impressions, and still just one click, twenty four cents. Uh, the second ad that I created was literally, I took one author's name who writes time travel and I stuck him into the, the, uh, what's that program called? The, it used to be KDP rocket publisher rocket. And it pulled back, I don't know, a hundred, a couple hundred keywords that I could use for him, including other authors and, and uh, time travel things. And, and that has now it's up to now four impressions. So it's been out there for three weeks. Ooh. It has four impressions, no clicks, obviously. <laughs> I may do that today where I create a third ad with another time. There's another time travel travel author that I have uh, one of his books. I haven't read it yet, but I was one of his books. He's a pretty popular indie author. So I may, maybe I'll create another one with him and just see what happens. It's, you know, it doesn't cost anything. Uh, it was funny yeah. to go to my credit card statement a couple of weeks ago and see a new credit card statement for like 24 cents, which I thought was funny. So <laughs> Um, Better so that's pay where that I'm balance off. Oh, I know that interest is going to kill me. Um, yeah. So before I, I have a bunch of other news, but I'm going to work it into my weekly recap instead. So let me just talk quickly. Let me let me do a little story grid review. Um, each of the last few weeks, I've gone through the process I use in story grid, the columns that I have in mind, which is most of what Sean Coyne put into the original story grid. And then I added a whole bunch of extra things. Um, today, I'm going to talk about just the numbered columns, the ones that, that deal with numbers for the most part. Um, I, I have six of them that I put on the outline to talk about. The first one is word count and word count is pretty self-explanatory. Um, but what I did was in my row one of my um, of my my spreadsheet, what I did was I created uh, row one and two, and I froze them as my header my header uh, rows. Row one has a, a running word count, so as I type numbers into any of the cells in in column C, uh, it does the add, add adding automatically. So it's a way for me to keep the the running word count at the very top of the page and not have to either scroll down as I go, and if I hit it, have to add more rows so that that thing he's moving down. I just put it at the top, and it's always there, and it's easy to um, find whenever I want it. In fact, uh, for the most part, the number that I'm given in this podcast every week comes from that word count number. This week's didn't because I haven't updated it yet, but um, mm-hmm. that's where I get that word count numbers. Is that uh, that running story grid uh, column. Next, I want to talk about the, the onstage characters and the total and the offstage characters in the total. I remember Sean talking about this in the, in the story grid, talking about how you never want to have a bunch of onstage characters at the same time uh, where they're all talking at the same time. I mean, it can happen if you write it well, it can be fine. But for the most part, uh, what I like to do is I keep track of all the different characters that are on stage. And by on stage, it means the ones who are who have lines uh, if there's a couple of characters who are who are in the chapter and maybe they're referred to, they are not they are not on stage unless they have lines. Um, ah. I then make them off stage 
uh, in my offstage column because who cares? They don't, they don't talk. They're just there. They're, yeah. they're talked about or pointed out just like other characters who aren't there. So um, I texted you that question the other day and you never answered me. Did I? Yeah. When was that? No, you didn't. I, I think I was in a meeting during, I remember getting that. Hold on. I'm gonna it was that. Tuesday at 3.50 PM. Tuesday at 3.50. Oh, I was getting ready to go to golf. Yeah, well, you answered know. it, so that's fine. I wanted to save it for the podcast. I, I didn't want oh, to. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to get your honest and open reaction to it, and it would have been ruined <laughs> had I just texted you back on Tuesday, or I just <laughs> forgot one or the other. Um, so that is my on station. Then I put the number in there, and I think the, the number. I don't know how much the number actually matters. I mean, I guess you can do a quick look and see if you've got like, like I do have one chapter where I have nine, a couple chapters in a row where I have my four, my four main POV characters. And then I, okay. So I have their two hand, two of the handlers for, for, for them in there. And, and uh, I think they only got like one line each, which is why I counted them. Uh, Then I have a couple, you know what I have, you know, in this case, I do have a couple that I don't think have lines. So maybe I'm not keep doing this correctly but i know the way that i want to do it is i want to have them as offstage and then i put the offstage characters the thing that i like about the offstage characters and I, I think i talked about this last time we chatted was that uh there are certain characters who may go a long time without being spoken about or maybe it's a pov character and uh i don't have them being spoken about maybe they go you know 10 chapters before they have their next pov chapter um and i just want to make sure that they're fresh in the reader's mind so every now and then i want to make sure they're brought up so um, we do want to make sure, or if I have any kind of foreshadowing and part of that foreshadowing is mentioning a character and maybe that character then has this big thing that happens in chapter 25. I don't want chapter 25 to be the first time that the reader even uh, knows they exist. So, right. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I use the offstage characters for that one there. And then I put the number in there also. And I don't, I don't think that number matters too much either in terms of, um, in terms of how many there are, you know, you could have a bunch of offstage characters be referred to, but I think if you have too many, um, it's an issue. It was, it's uh, a funny story here, or at least I think it's a funny story. I do listen to that 372 pages. You'll never get back podcast. And it's the guys who do mystery science theater and riff tracks. They created a podcast where they read bad books and then they do podcasts mm-hmm. about them. Mm-hmm. And we just finished reading. And I say we, because I, I do read along with some of these books. I'm, there's no way I'm reading the one now that they're doing. It's a Tyra Banks book. She apparently wrote oh. like a, a rip off of like Harry Potter and hunger games and all these young adult. And it's, 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 you wouldn't know it's, it's all about modeling. So you wouldn't, the, the ripoff is like some of the things that happen in the book, but it's not a straight ripoff. It's just huh. th- that young adult with all those different tropes and, and all this, and it's God awful yeah. and there's no way to read it. But we did read one a couple books ago and I'm going to find the exact title here called it was it was book six of a seven book series and it was a cozy mystery and it was all about quilting it was the quilt quilters strike back i think it was called and (laughs) in the first so they read it in sections so this book had 150 pages so through the first 50 and i'm not lying when i say this i'm not exaggerating through the first 50 pages 62 different characters had been mentioned yeah yeah that's the face oh you should my give gosh the, the, and and it's a lot of it was like oh yeah i talked to his brother joe smith and it's like there was no reason to name that person but they did anyway yeah. so um and and so you could look at your your off-screen characters number and maybe if you see a big number in there maybe go back and look through it go and go, back Do I really and, yeah I remember writing in the Facebook group for 372 pages, holy cow, I'm on page two and I already need an org chart because there were just so <laughs> many characters mentioned for no reason. So um, yeah, could help. and then I have, I have three pay, uh, columns at the very end where I do, I think maybe I put these in there just because I like calculations in Excel, yeah. but I think, I think, think two, 
two of them are actually relevant. The third one is running total. There's no reason to have a running total. Um, although it does, it does work my formulas, the two formulas I have. So the first one is percentage of book. So this will show me each chapter and how, and what percentage of the book it is. I think the reason I did this, cause I don't want to have some chapter that's like 20% of the book and all the rest of them are like two to 3%. I, 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 you mm-hmm. know, so you can just quickly reference it. I will say this is the fourth book I've used story grid for. I've never actually looked at those numbers other than when I'm putting the numbers <laughs> in to see them calculate. Um, the other one is percent into book, which it, that is one that I do like because, you know, the hero's journey has, has, you know, the, the four quadrants. And when you go from the second to the third quadrant, it should be around 50% of the book. So when I do have that, what, what I'm calling my um, order 66 moment, I'm calling it the event um, Order 66 being a star Wars reference. You didn't look up there. So I wasn't sure if you knew it or not. Um, <laughs> the event is what I'm calling mine. And I want that to happen about halfway through the book. And I'm going to show it from three different POVs. And uh, I want to make sure that it's not like 20% of the way into the book for one character and then 70% of the way for another character, because you know, you're that far into the book, the second person has it and it already happened a long time ago. So I want to make yeah. sure those ones are all around the 50% mark. And uh, so that, that is, a, I do like that column, that percentage into book because of save the cat and um, mm-hmm. hero's journey. You know, a lot of those things happen at certain parts of the book, not right on the dot 25% or 50%, but right around that point. So, um, so yeah, those are my number columns. So if you did go to the link and take a look at it and you were wondering what those number columns were, um, yeah, that's what they were. Nice. So that is my story. I don't know if I'm going to do this again next week. Cause I think I'm running out of columns. I mean, some of them are pretty obvious. Like there's no reason to mention point of view. Uh, because we know what point of view is, but I haven't, I do have things like um, period slash time, time of day, duration. Uh, again, it's all self-explanatory, but I do use that just to make sure that my, I guess I'm going to talk about them this week. I do use those just to make sure that my, um, um, what, what is the, the word? I, I can't think of words today. Um, I'm staying correct as I go through each chapter where if one chapter is um, on a, I have in there, like this one is in December of 2006. I can't be like, oh, it was 94 degrees today in Columbus, Ohio, because that doesn't yeah. actually happen. So I do use it for um, whatever that word is that I can't think of right now, um, making sure that everything stays correct in terms of my date and time. And then I've, I've started to notice that each one of my my scenes, when I put in the duration, they're all a half an hour. Everyone is a half hour, half hour, half hour. <laughs> I don't know why that is. I do have one in there that says 10 minutes. Uh, and then I have one that says throughout the evening, but most of them are half hour, half hour, half hour. So yeah. So anyway, all right. So that's my story grid. Let me get into my recap from the last two weeks. Um, I, I do not remember what I did two Sundays ago. I'm pretty sure I golfed in the evening or in the morning. What I did after golf, I have no idea if it was right. I have, I have no clue. Well, two Sundays uh, ago, we podcasted. Right, but I don't remember and what I did And you had a long that. list of things to do that you said you probably wouldn't do. I think I did a couple of them. Um, oh, a couple okay. of them I actually did later in the week and I'll talk about that as we go along okay. here because, um, but I think there were a few things I just didn't do like the book funnel one. I keep putting it off and then I finally found a book funnel yesterday and then I didn't do it and I'll tell you why. <laughs> so Monday through Friday of last week. So we're, we're back in the office, basically 60%, meaning of the five days of the, the work week, I can work from home two days and work out of the office three days. Most of the days I work from home are going to be Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Thursday, Friday that week. It was Wednesday, Thursday. And I started working on my lunches again, um, actually that week, two weeks ago, I think I was in the office every day. I think that started last week. So two weeks mm-hmm. ago, I was in the office every day. My plan, I keep telling the guy next to me in the cubicle, today's the day, Ron, today's the day where I actually get a 90 minute lunch. 
And then it turns out to be, you know, a 60 minute lunch or 75 minute lunch. Mm -hmm. And then finally on Thursday of that week, I got an 85 minute lunch. I had to leave it. I left at 1135 instead of 1130, but then Friday, I finally got my 90 minutes Um, working out my (laughs) Padma chapters. Yeah, no doubt. Working out my Padma chapters, um, going through the previous chapters, trying to figure out how, you know, I basically reread them and I, I made changes to little plot things. I seeded things in and uh, working through those Saturday morning, two weeks ago, I got up at 5 a.m., um, wait, that would have been Saturday morning last weekend. Uh, I got yeah. up at 5 a.m. I went golfing. I was home, changed shower. Then I went off to write um, and continuing going through those Padma chapters. And I finally finished them. I actually finished them. I was very happy to finish them. I thought, okay, I can continue. I can move forward. And then for some reason, I had an Alex chapter that wasn't marked as done through Grammarly. And then I pasted into Grammarly and it needed a lot of help. It was, I don't know why I skipped that one when I was doing the Alex chapters, mm-hmm. but I missed it. The story grid was also blank. So I went through and did all that. July 4th. Um, I golfed, I shot an 89, which is the third time this year I've broken 90. Um, that is one of my, if you remember back to early this year, when we did our, our goals, I don't know if you did yearly goals or not. I did some yearly goals. No, I didn't. Um, one of them was to break 90 and one of them was then to break 85. So I've got, uh, broken 93 times, but I've not yet shot below 85, even though I've shot 85 twice. Um, Mm. so that's kind of where I'm at now with golf is I want to break 85. That's my next goal, but I'm pretty consistent now shooting between like 89 and 92, 93 each week. And I I just have to have some good holes to get to 85 and below. Um, let's see. I did sign up for audible that day, although I, and that was on my list. I remember, although I did not use my credit at that point yet. Um, the reason I signed up for audibles, audibles, because I got a really cheap offer from Amazon. It's like 699 a month. And now that I'm driving back and forth to work three, Mm. three to five days a week, I have time to listen to stuff, but I can never find anything to listen to. Like I look at books and I, 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 I uh, read the descriptions. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to like that. Do I really want to listen to it? So I have a hard time downloading it. So if you look at my audible list, you'll see like, it's a bunch of things that I've already read the book and now I just listen to it. I mean, today, (laughs) today on my way home from golf, I listened to like chapter 25 of lost stars, which is my favorite star Wars book of all time. It's like a Hallmark movie, but it's set in star Wars universe. It's really good. I think you would probably like it. I know Jeremy would, well, I don't know if Jeremy would like it or not. I don't, know. I don't like if he likes like, the, it's not like a full on love story, but it's, yeah. it's more, it's got a lot of romance elements into it that mm-hmm. are built into the star Wars universe. It's really, really good. And um, I, I suggest you listen to green lights by Matthew McConaughey. I don't, is it him reading it? Yes. I, I'm not That's what makes it so good. Yeah. It's such a good it. book. Such a good book. Is it fiction? No. It's autobiography, but he has a heck of a life. And with him telling his own stories, it's good. Yeah. I, really uh, good. I'll tell you right now, that probably won't happen, but maybe if I'm looking uh, for something else, so. especially so with what you. I, especially with what I ended up using my credit on, which you're going to laugh, but that's okay. Um, what did you oh, use and your then, credit on? Well, I'll get to that because it happened today. Just, oh, okay. just, I'll work through. I, I, it's a tease. I need to tease the people. So, oh, okay. Okay. So I realized last Saturday, so I, I got home from golf. I was dead tired because I worked all week getting up at 5 a.m. And then uh, Sunday, Saturday and Sunday I did. So Saturday morning, I got up at five, went golf and came home. Sun beat on me. I, 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 uh, I come home from writing and I am dead tired and I don't have any energy to do anything the rest of the day. And I've been saying, I love golfing at 7.04. That's our tea time. Because by the time I get home, I still have my whole day in front of me. Mm-hmm. And I'm so tired that it doesn't matter. So about seven o'clock Saturday, I took a little nap. I just fell asleep, woke up at like 7, 45, eight o'clock. And I was full of energy. Like I had to get up at 5 a.m. the next day for golf, but I couldn't, there's no way I was going to go to sleep. I was just a bundle of energy. So 
um, the next day when I got up Sunday morning to do it, I, uh, I, I came home from golf. You and I did not podcast because it was July 4th. And I immediately just laid on the couch. And from like 1.30 to 2.30, I was out. And then when I woke up, I was wide awake. Like, this is great. Now I have my whole day. I'm very happy. So um, one of the things I did was I bought a new laptop. I finally found, I've been looking for a few weeks now and I finally found something. I bought that. Um, it was delivered a couple of days ago. I really like it. It's a little bit bigger than I thought, but I really like it. Uh, the plan is to get rid of this tower that I have, switch my surface over to be my home computer and then take this laptop with me when I go right. You know, it's, um, I haven't switched. I might do that today. We'll see how that goes. I'm also fading out Scrivener and using Atticus more. Um, I do not want to install Scrivener on the new laptop. I just want Atticus to be on there. And um, so yesterday when I went to write, I only had Atticus. I did not have Scrivener, uh, which has all of my going forward chapters that have been written. Mm -hmm. um, so I didn't have anything to like edit yesterday. I was just working on plotting, which I'll get to in a minute. Um, but then the fun started. I decided to go ahead and create the BookBub ad. So I created the BookBub ad. Um, well, I decided when I was going to do it. I'm going to do it a week from tomorrow, July 19th. And it's going to run until July 26th. Why do I, why is the, the, the date July 19th? What is that date? Um, is that a, it's is a that, Monday. When's your anniversary? Uh, tomorrow. 12th. Oh, so the so 18th. It would be the 18th, the 18th yeah. is Craver's anniversary. So the 19th. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Um, that uh, shiny things. Um, so, <laughs> so I, I went into the Kindle daily countdown on my book, on my first book. And I created a Kindle daily countdown for that, that, that week, setting it to 99 cents for that entire week. And I'm going to run a book by that. So I created the ad. Uh, when did I create it? Last Sunday. I used BookBrush. I absolutely love how easy it was to use BookBrush. Um, it does not have any 3D moving stuff, but it does have that whole, which door would you choose? The thing that mm -hmm. worked so well for me on Facebook a few months back. And uh, it has the name of the book. It has um, 90, oh, you know, 99 cents this week, something like that on sale, 99 cents. It has uh, my book cover in it. It also has the, which door would you choose? I think it looks great. Um, I'm excited to get it into BookBub. I actually created the BookBub ad I went through. So I watched the, a lot of the, um, uh, Mark Dawson ads for authors, BookBub ads module. And then I went in and I found a David Gogren video, which I'll link to. And I really like David Gogren's videos. He's, he's in the know when it comes to indie authors, follow him on Twitter forever. And uh, he had a great video. So I watched that. Then I went through and I did a whole bunch of other things I had to do. So I updated my website website to include my BookBub profile. So it used to just have mm -hmm. my Twitter link. Now it has my BookBub profile, which I set up. I updated the last item in my automation sequence on MailerLite to include those social media links, including BookBub, which I didn't have before because that's where I want people to follow me on BookBub and Amazon. I don't really care about social media. I'd rather they follow me on the book sites more than anything. Mm -hmm. um, I also, let's see, I created the ad. And what I did was I put a hundred dollar total for that seven day period. Um, it suggested that I do eight to $15 and that's per 1000 impressions. But in David Gogren's video, he said, do it on the high side. He said, make sure, you know, he, he kind of talked about how, you know, he's talking about testing and that's kind of what I'm doing is testing. So he mm -hmm. said, when you're testing, you want to use all those impressions. So do it on the high side. So he, it suggested eight to 15. I went 15, um, 15 over seven days is about $105. So I put a hundred dollar limit. So it'll be just under $15 a day is what I'll spend. And then I had to pick what I wanted to target. 
And when I watched the both videos, the David Goggin one and the the um, Mark Dawson ads for authors one, they said you, you don't want to target much. You want to have this um, broad audience, but not too many people in there because you don't want to compete against everybody. You, you know, you want to mm-hmm. compete against just a small amount of people. So I, ch- I think it was the, the Mark Dawson ads for authors talked about just doing one genre and then three authors. So I picked sci-fi as the genre, obviously they didn't have like this, this, you couldn't narrow it down much more than that for sci-fi or I would have gone time travel, but I went sci-fi and then I picked three authors and I went with um, Nathan Van Koops, who's a sci-fi indie author. And that's the Amazon ad I was talking about earlier that I'm going to create. Mm-hmm. I went with Connie Willis because I love her blackout. It's called blackout. And oh no, I forget what the other one was called. It's great time travel books about this college in, you know, 40, 50 years from now who create a machine that allows them to go back in time. It's a journalism um, college of journalism at this school. And what they do is they send their journalists back in time to write stories about things as they happen. So this Mm. one's all all clear. It's, it's blackout and all clear. So um, it's a, it's a two-parter and their journalists go back in time and then naturally they get stuck in time and there's three of them and they get stuck at different periods during the London Blitz, World War II and eventually, and this is something that I actually did in, in the book I'm writing now. I don't know if I did it because, I didn't do it on, because she did it, but I wonder if subconsciously I did it because I saw it in her mm-hmm. book and I really like it where one character goes in 2014, one is in 2015 and one is in 2019 and eventually they all meet up because the 2019 character was there the 2015 character lived all the way to 2019 so when i get to the 2019 character he can meet up with her because she made it all the way there so yeah uh, and that's kind of how this worked too it's really good i might go back and read that read them again they're really really good um and then the third uh, the third one i went with is kind of an interesting one to me um it's it's the the author's name on the books is pittacus lore but that's not the real author um the real author is james fry does that name sound familiar to you yeah so he's the guy who wrote that book about um, drug addiction, maybe. Yeah, it's and called, going to called? prison. A million little pieces. A million little pieces. Called? Yeah. So then he and then he went on to Oprah, and it became huge. And then they they found some things where he either exaggerated. I don't know if he all out if he just lied in. I don't remember. Yeah, there were a okay. lot of lies. <laughs> so so then the book and, was still fantastic. Had he put it out as fiction instead of autobiography, he would be a like right. best. I mean, like yeah, he'd be big. So at some point during his time after that, he decided to write some fiction books and he wrote uh, my favorite series of all time, the I am number four series. And the reason that I am writing my books, the way I'm writing them, where I've got overlapping chapters and overlapping books in terms of the time is because of that series that that series Mm -hmm. did it. I love every second of it. When I decided in 2016, I was going to write a series that was easily right at the forefront of my mind when I decided how I was going to do it. So the reason that I went with him in, or I say him, but you know, this series in terms of someone to target is because my book is written very similar in terms of how the characters interact with each other. So there's a lot of different characters. You meet more and more as the series goes on. They all, and then over time, they're all going to be together. And one of my favorite things about I'm number four is in book one, you read number, you meet number four and number six in book two, you meet seven and nine. And then I believe nine and seven hook up with number six at some point. And then in the third book, you meet number uh, 10. I forget now what they all were, but, but over time they all meet up with each other. And then in like the fifth book, they're all together. And that's Mm kind of when I started to lose interest in it because I love the idea of them all having their own story and then meeting up with each other and them overlapping with each other. 
So that's part of the reason that I've decided to end my series after four books and not seven, like I was going to originally, because in book four, they're all going to meet up together and be together. And I feel like by the time that, that story is over, that book is over. That's when I lost my interest in I'm number four, although I finished it, but I feel like the readers could lose their interest the same way. Yeah. Um, So those are the three authors that I, um, that I went with. And then in David Gogren's video, he said a click rate above 2% is good. Um, I wrote, I can't wait to actually see those numbers. So I know what that means. I mean, I know what a click rate is, but I'm more interested in seeing how the, the $15 per thousand impressions works out. Like, because I put so high of, of bids, I think I put, well, I don't remember the bid number I put for each ad, but I'm wondering if we have to look that up. I'm wondering if, because I put $15 per thousand impressions, will it all work out on its own? I don't remember. I'll have to look that up and see what I did. Yeah. Um, so that, so it's created, it's ready. It's in draft mode. It's ready. The Kindle daily countdown is ready. I'm ready to go with this. It's just, I'm doing it a week from tomorrow. And because of it, I'm doing nothing else during that week. Um, the book bub that I was going to do, I'm sorry, not the book bub, the book funnel I was going to do. I thought, well, I'll do a book funnel the same week. And then I'll do a newsletter to my people to let them know, Hey, if you didn't buy it, it's out there for 99 cents, but I don't want to do that. I actually want to see the real numbers. I want to see like mm-hmm. if BookBub is the only, and I'm not making any sales right now. There's zeros coming up on my dashboard the last two weeks because I'm not doing anything except for those Amazon ads. And we know how those go. <laughs> um, so, so I, I don't want to put the BookBub in there and see, um, I don't want that to add to it. Not the book, but the book funnel. I don't want that to add yeah. to it because I want, I want just true BookBub numbers for a week. And then maybe in a month, I'll do it again and I'll, I'll buy a, a couple of email marketing and I'll do a, a Facebook ad and we'll just see what happens when they're all together. So um, that's the plan. I'm excited about this. I, I, you know, I love numbers. So being able to log into my <laughs> dashboard every day and see maybe my sales rank will go up. Who knows? I mean, I bought a, a book this morning off of the book Bob ad that I get, I get every day. So it, it'd be nice if people bought it a few times and, yeah. and because I, I put 99 cents on the picture and, you know, I think it's a good ad. So. All right. Monday I was off work and I didn't, I was, I took kind of took the day off writing. Also, I piddled around my house. Most of the day I ate, I went and had some breakfast. At one point I cut my grass. I learned a lesson. Do not cut your grass in Jesus sandals. Um, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I got stung, I got stung by a bee I, and it really hurt. It's still, it, my toe is kind of, it, it was right, it was right underneath my second toe, like on the bottom, because I, I, I yeah. didn't pick my foot up enough and I drug the bottom of the sand or the, the toe of the sandal. And then I scooped the bee up and then stepped down on it. And that's mm. how I did it. And um, yeah, there were some curse words there and that was some pain. No, uh, it's the last time I've been, I haven't been sung by a bee in so long. I got hit by a couple of hornets like 15 years ago when I disturbed a nest, but a bee, I don't remember the last time I got sung by a bee. It's had to have been 25 years. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> um so then tuesday i was back to work so work I, I worked in the office tuesday i was at home wednesday thursday and i was uh back in the office on friday uh really getting good now with the lunches at least when i'm in the office um all chapters have been finished up and ready to go and uh and now i'm ready to start moving forward uh wednesday uh non-writing news my favorite tv show big brother started which makes me very happy um if, if you watch big brother and you like it um, just send me an email. Let me know who you like this year. Cause it's all new people. I don't know anyone right now. I'm, I'm, t- I'm kind of hashtag team Frenchie and team Claire. So we'll see how that goes. I have never seen one episode of big brother ever. It's really good. It's cheesy and stupid, but I really, really like it. I didn't get the live feeds this year and I I'm not even spoiled. Usually I listen to the podcast, which I'll start doing, 
But um, mm-hmm. right now I have like, it was on Wednesday and then it's going to be on tonight. And I have no idea what's going to happen tonight. Usually I know what's going to happen on the entire show and I know nothing tonight. So we'll see how that goes. That's exciting. Uh, Thursday after work was my writer's club. I get to meet my people in person again for the first time Ooh, since nice. I think February of 2020. And they met in person last month, but I was traveling for work. So I wasn't there. Uh, it was really interesting to be back in person. I read a chapter and I got a lot of feedback. I got the kind of feedback that you get from the mom. And I just want to be like, you know, I wish I could read every chapter to them and, and yeah. just get them to critique every chapter. Cause I, every chapter is so much better when I read it to them, but there's no way I have enough time to do that because we only meet once a month. That's yeah. Nice. Friday, my new laptop came. So after work, I spent some time setting that up yesterday. I went golfing in the morning and then writing in the afternoon. I went to Buffalo wild wings yesterday for the first time uh, locally. Mm. I, I go to the one up by work every now and then, but uh, this is the first time I came to the one here. Uh, you know, I had a good 15 to 20 TVs around me showing sports and I had um, really good fried food and, um, and it was good. And I, I got a lot done, but I was doing more plotting than anything. So I've got my 22 chapters done. I'm ready to move into the next section. Uh, the issue that I'm having right now is that I've got three characters. One of them is currently in 2016. Uh, actually, there, one of them is in 2014, one's in 16, and one's in 2019. And I need to get them all to 2019, but I don't want to write 75 chapters that gets them there. So I have to figure out how do I get these people to the place that I want them so that I can get to the event in the middle of the book and then move forward. And the move forward is already written for the most part. Yeah. Um, so I have to figure all that out. So I'm doing some plotting. I'm doing about 10 chapters of each character right now, plotting where I'm kind of writing it out so I can get them where they need to be so that I can continue on with the first draft at the point that I, that I, uh, I'm at now. So, and then I actually have a fourth character who had a couple of POV chapters in the beginning of the book and I don't even have her story written yet. And she needs to be plugged into this book too. So it's still a lot of, I'm it's still a lot. I'm glad I don't have deadlines. Yeah. I'm glad Amazon suspended me for a year from doing pre-orders. I might email them and just say, can you just suspend me lifetime? It'd be great. <laughs> you know, you don't have to use that. <laughs> I mean, it's there. I have no willpower. The temptation is there. So, and then finally this morning, um, I got up and I golfed. We beat the rain. Uh, it started raining. It was supposed to rain all morning, but really start raining hard right around nine o'clock. And, uh, we got 16 holes in and the rain started to come down, but we finished up the last two. And, uh, I, I shot 92 today, which is okay. I could have played better, but I didn't. And then I finally, we'll on, my it on the home. rain. Oh, nice. Thank you. Millie Vanilli. Um, <laughs> And then finally, I used my Audible credit today. And the book that I bought was I Am Number Four, the very first one, because I haven't read it in like eight years and I want to read it again or listen to it again. And again, if you look at my Audible library, I would say 95% of the books are books that I've already bought the book and read it. And now I want to listen to them again. So interesting. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that's if other people are like that, like how many people that bought my first book or bought your first book would actually buy the audio book just to, because they liked it and they, they want to, you know, take it in again, but they don't want to read it. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm thinking we need to get Anna to, to get off her button. Let's start doing some recording. Cause I really liked what she did yeah. with the, the, the prologue of my book in chapter one. And I'd like her to do it again with some yeah. of the suggestions that she had and you had, and I had just to see how it would be. be so, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, she got the, the plug installed in her little recording studio. And she also ordered this, um, you know, those things that they put around kids when you take tests, like the kids who tend to cheat, they would oh, put that gonna... board around them. I thought you were going to say it kind of looks like first. that, but it's like, it's, it's a, like a soundproof thing. Oh yeah. It's like a cubicle. Wall. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So she has that too. Good. So yeah, she's gonna she's gonna start yeah. really moving forward on that, especially yeah. since the kids go back to school in a few weeks. Yeah, and I would figure out how to work out like how do we pay? I mean, do we just split royalties 50, 50? I'd be all for that. Do I pay her in one lump sum? Those are the two ways that most of them do it. Now the narrators do it, but this is kind of a beta. So I don't know how we would handle yeah. this, but um, yeah, I, would I think be happy she was just it. intending on doing this for free just because yeah. it's like the practice and I don't know, we can talk to her about it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then if she does it and you know, it comes out and it starts to sell, we can just have her on the podcast as a guest. Yeah, there you go. See? Yeah. <laughs> nice. And Got that was out. a very long recap of my last two weeks. And I'm going to take a drink of my Coke Zero and listen to how your week went. Um, I'm not going to recap the last two weeks because I don't remember what I did two weeks ago. Um, I almost didn't remember last week. I had to go back on my calendar and actually look. Um, so last Monday, Jeremy's sister and her boyfriend came to town, um, for the week. So Monday, we just did a lot of visiting. I didn't do any writing. Um, it was nice. We haven't seen her in a couple of years because of COVID. She lives in, um, well up around the Boston area. So we don't get to see her a whole lot. Um, Tuesday, the whole family, well, Jeremy and Kean and his sister and her boyfriend, they went to the gun range to go shooting. So I stayed home. I got quite a bit of work done. I had about two solid hours of just being by myself at home, me and the dogs. Um, the only thing I had to stop for was to let the puppy out. Um, so I got, I got quite a bit. I got all of chapter three done and I sent that over to mom. And then I was able to get chapter four started. Um, it's tough writing in uh, Maggie's point of view because that chapter one was in Maggie's point of view. And so I'm trying to pull information from chapter one, and just kind of sprinkle it around where it needs to go. So the readers can keep guessing, but then also I fill in the blanks um, at the same time. Um, Wednesday, our air conditioner went kaput. Um, so I skipped the gym, not nice. only because Tracy was here and I wanted to visit with her, but also because we had an air conditioner repairman here. It's up and running, which is great because it is stinking hot in Georgia in the summer. Um, I took Clark to the vet for his third round of uh, puppy shots. So there was no writing. It was just a lot of busyness on Wednesday. Um, Thursday, I visited with Tracy before they took off for the airport in the evening or late afternoon. Um, and then once they left, I finished up chapter four and I got that sent over to mom. Um, Friday was the first day of my new job at Katie Jewelers. Um, I taught from five to eight 30. Wow. And then I worked 10 to six um, at the store. Um, you know, it's like drinking from a fire hose your first couple of days of work. It's like they're throwing all this information at you and you're like, yeah. ah. Um, but it was fun. I mean, everybody is super nice. They're really like a family there. Everybody gets along and helps everybody. So it's really good. Um, I'm laughing I at did the take... next sentence um, in the, oh. Uh, oh no, it's in the next day. Okay. It's the next day. Oh, you're, okay. you're, Cause now that's how I always feel too. So I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> um, I took Ted to work with me. I have a 30 minute lunch and I just sit in the break room and I take a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with me. Um, so I was able to get some work done on Ted during lunch. And then I came home at six 30 and crashed. My feet hurt so bad. Um, there's really not a whole lot of sitting, um, at that job. Oh. 
And I'm used to sitting because, you know, I write and when my legs get stiff, I get up and walk around. And so this is the exact opposite. Um, Saturday, yesterday, I worked all day again. I wrote on TED during lunch and then I was completely useless after work. I went to Anna's. I I parked the car in my garage. I came in the house and changed my clothes. And then I walked over to Anna's and she handed me a, a nice cold beverage and a bowl of chicken salad and I just sat in the chair. We wa- we're still watching series of unfortunate events, which is really, really good. Um, and then today I'm doing laundry. Um, and after the podcast, I am going to go buy comfortable shoes, um, yeah. work shoes that maybe have some cushion in them, maybe some arch support, something I just something to keep my feet from hurting I have nice shoes but like I I wore these black flats and there's just nothing to them so I'm essentially walking on concrete you know carpet covered concrete um for seven eight hours so that doesn't sound fun yeah it's just a lot so and that was my week not anything super exciting but um busy because I, I have this new, you know, quote unquote, part-time job and, you know, I'm, I'm still working on writing and mothering and teaching apparently. When does that end? Okay. So I'm done teaching on July 30th. That's my last day. I would keep up with it, but I need to go to bed at seven o'clock if I'm going to get up and teach the next morning. And I usually work until six or six 30. So by the time I get home and get changed and eat dinner and just kind of like, yeah, it's too much. So the next, what, one, Mm. two, three weeks are going to be really exhausting. Um, But then I'll be done teaching and Keen will be back to school. And I think, you know, as adults always say, things should settle down. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Um, As far as my running list of future things to do, book covers, I just, I just need to really um, talk to my girl, Diana about the book covers. Um, mine still has SEO on it and I'm pretty much where I've been the whole time. I didn't do anything on it. I did. We did get an email from uh, Caro, our web designer yes. uh, last week. And she has suggested at the bottom of the email that I should look into the videos from the Yoast SEO folks. And, um, that is actually the plugin that we have on our website. And that's the one that Mm -hmm. she uses. And she sent me their YouTube channel and I appreciate that. Thanks, Caro. And I am going to start doing that. I'm going to add it to my YouTube subscriptions. I also downloaded the, the, uh, the, uh, an SEO podcast. I think it's a Yoast podcast and I haven't really listened to it much lately. Um, but I, if the YouTube channels are good, I probably, I probably won't listen to the podcast. I'll probably just watch the YouTube channel uh, videos instead. Um, she also said that she might be a fourth for us during the, the new author podcast Vegas dinner that we're going to have Yeah, me and you and Rich and, and maybe Kara, we're hoping. Um, yeah. Hopefully the borders open up and she can make it. Yeah. I remember last year it was because, or two years ago, it was because of Rich that I met Kara, where I went mm-hmm. to the, the time travel round table um, hosted by, I believe Sean Inman. And then I went and then Rich told me where he was going to be after I was done. So I went over there and he was in this bar and I sat down next to him and there were about 15 people in there, 10 people in there. And then she sat down across from him and we mm-hmm. started chatting. And then we went from there to, I believe the Applebee's or the Chili's or whatever the restaurant was in Samstown. And that's where I really started asking her about the website and how she designs it and the business. Mm-hmm. And she gave me her card and that's how I kind of got, uh, got, got, uh, put into all that. So 
Yeah. yeah that would be great to have a, a dinner uh, with her in, in, included as long yeah. as uh, people are allowed to get out of Canada and come to the U S that's where <laughs> she is. So um, yes, yeah. crossed. Yeah, no doubt. So um, in terms of addicted to, I have a couple of different things on here. The pushing up roses YouTube channel is still one that I watch a lot of. I think I've made it through all of her different murders. She wrote um, um, recaps that she does, which are always funny. And uh, she even did a couple of Magnum PI ones because they crossed over with Murder, She Wrote. Mm -hmm. I, that was kind of, I never watched that show, but it was kind of fun to watch her recaps. Um, she also does recaps of Sierra games. And if you remember when, when we were kids, I don't, I don't know if you ever played any of these, but I played Police Quest, Space Quest, and King's Quest. And then, um, and then I played, and I've forgotten about this game until I saw her channel. One of my favorite games of all time was called The Colonel's Bequest, which was a, a murder mystery. Uh, and then there were none Agatha Christie style murder mystery where you're in a mansion with a bunch of rich people and people start dying. And it's, it was so much fun. And then The Seventh Guest and The Eleventh Hour and Phantasmagoria. These were all games from Sierra that I loved and I played all of them when I was a kid. So it's, so it's fun to watch her go back and show the screenshots and talk about them and play them. And uh, yeah, so it's, uh, you know, it's fun. I've I also never played them, but I remember watching you play them. Yeah, I, I think of the, all those games, I think uh, probably Police Quest is the one I played the most. Sierra also did Leisure Suit Larry in the Land of the Lounge mm -hmm. Lizards. Do you remember that game? That was yeah, like I the adult that. game I wasn't supposed to play, which of course we all did. But, um, yeah. and it was really stupid, <laughs> but it was fun too. So, um, <laughs> so remember he would pick up hookers. Yeah, right. Yeah. It mm -hmm. was dumb. Um, and then, uh, let's see, then I, 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 I have a couple of other things on this list though, that the things I've been you know thinking about or concentrating on this week, number one is the Duolingo that you had told me to get a couple mm -hmm. weeks ago and I did download it and buy it and I use it to learn Spanish. It's not every single night. And boy, that thing hounds you. If you miss a day, holy cow, does it hound I you? know I have a 301 day streak. I think my streak is currently, I think it's broken. So I didn't use it yesterday, but, um, <laughs> I'll probably use it tonight or today. Um, I go about every two days and then I, I, am two out of three days right now. is what I do, but then I do like three lessons at a time. And, yeah. um, it's good because I took so much Spanish in high school and college that this early stuff I know anyway, so it's not, mm -hmm. it's not hard right now. So maybe it gets hard later. Um, <laughs> and then I also just put the word vacation on here because I've been trying to figure out if there's like a five day vacation in my future, whether it be in August or October, uh, I'm going to Vegas in early September. Then again, in November, and I, I want to just take some days off. And right now mm -hmm. I'm using my vacation days, like half a day at a time, every couple of weeks on a Friday to go golf or just go right. You know, I think I might do that this Friday, go right. Mm -hmm. um, but like, I have a bunch of them available. And what if I just took five days in August? I, I may go somewhere. I may not, who knows? Um, but I'm thinking about taking a whole week off just because I enjoy, I've done that in the past and I like that. So mm -hmm. that's kind of where my mind has been the last few, uh, last couple of weeks on, on those different topics. Um, my addicted to, I have nothing in the um, outline because I don't feel like I have any time. Um, most of my time is consumed with gemstones, learning about them, looking at them, reading about them, watching YouTube videos about them. Um, so I don't, I don't know if you would consider that addicted to or just fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, this week, so I teach every morning, five to 30. Um, Tomorrow is my 24th wedding anniversary. Wow. I remember that. Four years. It doesn't seem like it's been that long. Um, I work until 630 and I'll write during lunch. Um, I was taking Ted, but I might actually take my laptop in and do some editing to get, you know, more chapters out to mom. 
um, I don't want to keep writing without going back and seeing what I already wrote and then end up having to like rewrite. Um, Tuesday, I also work and I'll write during lunch. Wednesday, I have group training at the gym and then I have an eye doctor's appointment in the afternoon. We'll see how um, much my eyes have changed since last year. Um, I probably won't do any writing that day. Um, Thursday, I'll work and write. Friday, I'll work and write. Saturday, I'll work and write. And then Sunday, I work 9.45 to 6.30. Wow. Um, and usually we podcast. So, um, you know, we might have to switch up the podcast schedule every every once in a while um, when I have these long work days. So okay. um, we'll have to figure that out. But quite that's the, my week. It's quite the part-time job you have. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I think I have... Um, like 37 hours yeah. next week. <clears throat> yeah. Nice. Um, mine is, mine's pretty boring this week. Uh, my, Monday and Tuesday, I'm back in the office and I'll get my 90 minute lunches in. Uh, I have golf league on Tuesday night, which I'm excited about. I'm in the first group. That means I'll be done first and home probably by eight, eight 30, which is nice. Uh, Wednesday and Thursday, I work at home and I'm still trying to work out the whole right when you work at home thing. Uh, it's just been terrible for the last year, year and a half of doing it, um, being, having like a, a schedule that I follow, you know, every single time. So I'll try again this week and we'll see how it goes Friday. I'm back in the office and I'll write during lunch Saturday. I'll golf in the morning and I'll write in the afternoon. Sunday I'll golf in the morning. And then who knows what I'm going to do in the afternoon. I don't really write on Sunday afternoons very often, although it's only 1230. I've been up for seven and a half hours already, but it's only 1230. I do have to go to the grocery store. I think I do. Um, it does help. Although I'm not as tired today as I normally, especially last weekend, because I had some days at home this week where I slept in, mm. you know, I, when I, when I work from home, I get up at six 30 and when I work out of the office, I have to get up at five and then I golf during the weekends yeah. and I get up at five. So, uh, let's starting, see. starting August. Well, July 31st, really, I get to sleep in until yeah. seven o'clock. That's going to be new for you. I don't know if I'm capable of sleeping yeah. until seven o'clock. It's been so long. Good luck with that. Cause yeah, I struggle with it now. Time. If I get up at 5.00 AM, you know, four or five days in a row, and then it's, it's a Sunday or a, or a day that I'm working from home, I'll wake up at like five 30 and be awake. And it yeah. sucks. Yeah. All right. Um, Oy. today, I don't think I mentioned what I was going to do today after work. Cause like I, like I said, I have to go to the grocery store and, um, I, I need to clean up my house a little bit and I'm going to make sure that the book bub ad and the, the, the Kindle daily countdown, everything's ready to go there. Um, yeah, that's pretty much my day. I have to cut my grass at some point, but it's raining really hard right now. It's um, raining hard here too. Oh, I like that. I like rain. It's not thunder and lightning. <laughs> it's just rain. So I kind of yeah. like that. We had some thunder um, back when you were recapping your last couple of weeks, but oh. uh, now it's just rain. I'm kind of excited because I'm going to go shoe shopping, but I get to wear my rain boots. Oh, okay. I love my rain boots so much and I hardly ever get to wear them. Are they comfortable? You can wear those to the new job. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> have you ever been in a jewelry store uh probably not i, yeah, I think i went in oh i think i went in with dave when he was buying a, a ring for his wife uh, i think i remember going yeah, in with him when he was doing that chances are no one was wearing rain boots okay what if it's rainy well you wear your rain boots in and then you put uh, in your you put on your work shoes yeah okay all right i don't i'm again i don't know these things so yeah <laughs> all right well that's the podcast for this week and for the last two weeks do you have anything else to add no i don't 
All right. Well, if you want to reach me, you can find me at jerryevanoff.com. That's my website. Email me, jerry at jerryevanoff.com. On Twitter, jerrye25. On Facebook, uh, Jerry Evanoff author. I've gone to Facebook a little bit more this week than I have in the past. And I can't remember why. I think it had to do with 20 book stuff. Um, people were posting mm. some stuff in there. And I just want to mm-hmm. make sure I didn't miss anything. I, I, did, I, did I talk about Spain on this podcast last time? I think you did. Yeah. Cause I can't remember if I, if I registered for it two weeks ago or three weeks ago, but I did it after the podcast, either two or three weeks ago. So real quick, I ended up registering for the 20 books, uh, 2022, 20 books in Madrid, Spain. And there are only 300 people. It's similar to Scotland. And I did it because I've always wanted to go to Spain for years. I've been wanting to go there and why not? Who, who cares? And Let, it let's explains do the Duolingo learning right. Spanish. Exactly. So um, <laughs> I bought my tickets for Vegas. Oh, your airplane tickets. I haven't done that yet. Mm-hmm. I don't like the hours that you're flying though, because I'm, if I fly and try to get there at the same time as you, I'm going to miss a Browns Bengals game. You so, might just have to, it'll be okay. Uh, or I might not. I'm not sure yet. We'll see. Um, there was a, if I, if I can find a really early one that I might do that and just, I'll wait. Yeah. See, I didn't want to fly early because my airport is two hours away. Mm-hmm. So as it is, I depart at noon, which means I have to leave my house at eight. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, so we'll see. I don't know. I have to, I have to look, I'm a, I'm a spirit airlines member for like six or seven years because they used to have great mm-hmm. flights in and out of Vegas, but the flight, the, the nonstop flight from Vegas to Cleveland, which left at like, you know, seven o'clock and would get in at like four o'clock or three o'clock. It doesn't exist anymore. So like every one of their oh. return flights are either overnight or seven to seven with six hour layovers in like Orlando. I don't know what happened. I have a credit through them I have to use. And now yeah. I don't, don't want to use it because I don't want a really bad flight, but I don't want to throw away $400. So I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I just have to keep looking and eventually I'll buy something. So, yeah. 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 So. I fly Delta. I like, that. okay. Okay. Uh, let's see if you want <laughs> to come to the dinner, the new authors podcast, 2021 Vegas, 20 books. That's a lot of words. Dinner. Um, so far it's me, Lindsay, uh, Rich Casey, and hopefully Caro. We'll see. Um, you can do that. If you want to contribute to our dinner though, even if you don't come, um, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash Jerry Evanoff. If you like what you, what we're doing in this podcast and you want to go in and, and, and donate a dollar or $5 or whatever you want to do, it doesn't really matter to us. Just, and, and just know that whatever money you throw out there will go to the, the dinner between, uh, the four of us, um, in, in Vegas. Yeah. Um, my website is lindsayevanoff.com. You can email me lindsay at lindsayevanoff.com. I'm on Facebook and Instagram, Lindsay Evanoff author, and on Twitter, Evanoff Lindsay. If you like our podcast, give us a review on the podcast page. And until next week. Thank you for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening to the new author podcast. Check back next week for another episode. And for more information, find Jerry at www.jerryevanoff.com and Lindsay at www.lindsayevanoff.com.